Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, Wikimaniacs, and welcome back to Reddit on Wiki, where we judge assholes on a weekly basis, and we explore the depths of the internet known as Reddit. I am your host this week to kick off the first Monday of December. Holy shit, dude. We're almost at the end of the year. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait, is it Ooh. December, or is it still... Oh, yeah, it is December. It's, it's going to be December 5th when this episode comes out. But uh, I'm sometimes funny, but I am always punny. It is I, John. And today I am joined by kind of default now, the sexiest man in this room. He, too, is a walking thirst trap, Sean Salvino. No, no, What's no. up, bro? We're very equally sexy, John. I will say that. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm good. Can't complain. We miss Josh. He's doing, he's missing for the reason I missed last week, which is watching Wakanda forever. So we can't blame him. We can't blame him. And it's funny because the known Wakanda hater seems like he's compensating, <laughs> right? So nobody calls him racist or something. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, uh, hopefully Josh is having a nice little break and spending some quality time with Sienna. So uh, that's always a good excuse to not be recording. But you want to hear the uh, menu what we got today, my guy? Ooh, very much so. All right. So the first story comes from our Wikimaniac IDFK, I guess I'm Kylie, where they cross-posted from r slash best of Redditor updates where OP and their husband are financially screwed. Ooh, something that both you and I can relate to very heavily. Yes. <laughs> this one hits very close to home, so. huh? <laughs> Pretty much, yes. And then next story comes back from the same user, back-to-back uh, -back champ for this episode, IDFK, I guess I'm Kylie. Wow. He also cross-posted from r slash true off my chest, where a drunk confession reveals a shocking secret. Ooh, you know what they say, right? What's that saying again? Uh, drunk mind speaks a sober soul or something like that? That sounds like something that someone has said once. I think so. I want to say that's I'm a sure. thing. So I'm correct sure. us, Wikimaniacs. I'm sure. Um, after that, we're going to take a quick ad break. And from there, we go to r slash off my chest cross posted by Wikimaniac user Gracie underscore win, where OP found out that someone packs their boyfriend lunch at work. Wait, is that bad? I see all You'll those TikToks. I, yeah, I see all those TikToks where like the, the guys are like, ooh, would your wife pack you? Oh, like, well, you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen this? I don't, yeah, I've, I've seen what you're talking about. But like I think they work at construction or something like that. Yeah, well, you're going you go to hear that story and you're going to be like, oh, man, I changed my mind. It's not what I think it is. <laughs> no. And uh, last story is, if I'm guessing who I know this is, it's probably one of our day one Wikimaniacs from the Philippines. User Gabigabgabby cross-posted from r slash off my chest PH. So I guess off my uh, Philippines has his own Ooh. subreddit. Is it in Tagalog uh, are, or English? No, it, there's some English or there's some Tagalog and English crossover, but it's like easily translatable. This is like one word here and there, uh, but all of them is like within context. So I can go ahead and clarify if, if there's any confusion to our non-Tagalog 
speaking Wikimaniac, especially Sean. Me. He's fluent yeah, as fuck. Me. Fluent as hell. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I taught Josh everything he knows. Yes. Just but, the, but the story is, X forgot to remove OP as the beneficiary beneficiary of his life insurance. Oh my God. <laughs> that could get pretty dicey. So oh. a lot of it has, we have some stories today that involves money. You know, I kind of, it's like, you know, two broke boys hosting yeah. today. So we're going to know gonna all sympathize. about that. <laughs> exactly. Take the money, run. <laughs> and Wikimaniacs, all our stories today came from our subreddit, r slash reddit on wiki, posted by fellow Wikimaniacs like yourself. And then, uh, at the very end of the episode, we're also going to go and do a This Ain't History written by the amazing Alex Underbaki of Weird Distractions Podcast. Housekeeping items before uh, we get started. If you enjoy what we do, consider being a patron. You can get ad-free episodes, chance to win merch, getting really close to 150, y'all. So once we hit 150, two drawings for merch this month. So uh Ooh. Get that ASAP, people. And uh, also to our wonderful patrons, make sure make sure to stick around. We'll give you a special shout out at the very end of the episode. Again, all these stories come from our subreddit. So if you go to r slash reddit on wiki, you can submit or cross post stories. And then other Wikimaniacs can read and comment as well. And it's honestly the easiest easiest way for us to, to find the stories because this is where we get them now. We don't have to do our own research anymore. But there is a secure <sighs> way. Dream. I know, right? There is a secure way for you to do it anonymously if you just want to send it straight up to us. Uh, there's a Google Doc on the show notes. You can fill it out anonymously, and then you can also put if there's trigger warnings, preferred name, or if you you can say what your pronouns are, so that way we're more aware of the situation. If you want to speak with us more directly, you can join us on our Discord. We're also on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and other podcast platforms. And don't forget to leave your boys a five-star review. We're also on social media. TikTok, Instagram. I kind of stopped Twitter because it's kind of dead. So TikTok and Instagram, really the best place to reach us if you want socials. And you can head on over to redonwiki.com for all our information. This is the part of the episode where I usually ask you if you have comments that you want to highlight. I don't know if that's readily pulled up, but I do have some announce, uh, something that I want to say real quick to give you a little bit of time. Is that cool? Okay. Yeah. 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 Because I, I got I have you. Bro. I mean, I have it prepared but you know <laughs> do your thing do your thing oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, I, mean, I, I was just thinking it. about you my guy yeah, um, i do have one call out before i turn it over to you again sean i want to say a big happy birthday to one of our amazing patron carol who is celebrating their special date today this episode comes out we're recording this a few weeks before obviously but we should have sent your cameo video that you requested by now so we hope you enjoyed that hope your day is super extra fun and uh Thank you for supporting us. And that's a call out for Wikimaniacs. If you are a $10 patron, first of all, thank you. That's a lot. And you want to request a personal greeting from, from us, just DM us on Patreon. And it's part of the benefits that you pay for anyways. Drella commented that they were going to request something. And I'm actually nervous as shit on what they're going to ask. So <laughs> I'm very nervous. Anytime I am very Drella nervous. has anything to say. Exactly. But... But that's that's my call out. So, Sean, any comments that you want to highlight, my guy? Jesus Christ. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do have some uh, comments here. Um, so quick to find. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Josh definitely didn't have to edit 10 minutes of silence <laughs> while I frantically searched our <laughs> Gmail for comments. But yeah, this one is from our last ever Ask Reddit Wednesdays. I don't know if that's our last ever, but our last for the year. They wrote, and you know how I find comments, guys. You know, I just type in my name and 
No, no, no. So this one said, I love when John or Sean brings up WWE because I'm a huge fan of the WWE. And I'll say this. I thought it was only me and John liking these references and then Jade also. But it's good to know that there's four of us that listen to the show. Yes. That, that <laughs> appreciate <likes> <laughs> the professional wrestling things that we bring up. I'm sure everybody else that hears that is like confused as fuck. But uh, <laughs> for the four of us, the core four. Four horsemen, four yeah. horsewomen, whichever, don't matter. And then uh, another comment I found, and this is just to help promote our YouTube a little bit more. Uh, Sean's face when Josh said the pillowcase was pretty threadbare. La man. <laughs> hey, the way they panned it out and zoomed it in your face was fucking awesome, though. Yeah, so if that's, uh, you know, there's a lot of times when the three of us are making ridiculous faces so let that be uh, some incentive for you to go check out the youtube if you haven't done that yet and then also to promote another thing that we're on our patreon we released our hot ones episode and somebody left a comment and mm. uh just as a kind of little sneak sneak peek or a little teaser to make you maybe want to watch it but uh shout out our patron we could say their name right it's nothing personal sure. uh shout out ekaterina they say omg Get the Tums ready. Ha ha. So cute, Sienna and Josh. Yeah, shout out Sienna. She was in there. I'm sorry, John, but couldn't stop laughing when you answered the questions while feeling the kick. You looked like you were about to cry. (laughs) And then also Sean handled it like a pro. So he sure did. If you want to see what Ekaterina's talking about, uh, go ahead and check out our Patreon. We have full video so you could see all of the pain on John's face. And uh, there are definitely moments where Josh and I were definitely feeling it as well. But uh, yeah, check out all three of those things. If you're usually just a listener, hop on that YouTube. And if you're feeling like you got some extra cash laying around, become a patron, watch that video. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for commenting. Again, if you want me to read your comment, you know what to do. You got to put my name in there. You know, on the subreddit, on our subreddit, there's actually a flare saying Venmo Sean like a penny. Oh, really? That's a thing now. Look at that flex. If you Venmo me, you could flex on Reddit <laughs> with your own flair. I mean, you could select the flair and then be a liar, but you're not that. You're not a liar. Again, the Venmo is at S-E-A-N-S-N-T-P-O-D. Never forget. And uh, if you don't want to be a patron and you just want to Venmo me, I'll just, you know, I'll give you some. I'll give you some uh, content. You know, Josh and John don't have to know. <laughs> little side hustle for just me. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. You're wild, bro. <laughs> you are. You're just straight up wild. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, but shout out to every one of you guys have sent money to Venmo. Everything that you've done so far helped us kind of start some something something. I don't know. Did we announce it already? We did last uh, week, We've right? like, I think we said it on the Patreon, but essentially, you know, we're... we're trying to make this a legitimate business. So all the Venmos yeah. are going towards that, which is very helpful. And uh, yeah, in fact, all of the Venmos are going towards that. You know what I mean? So thank you guys so much for allowing us to do that. I won't get into legal details because that's not exciting. But uh, yeah, we're trying to be legit, guys. And uh, it's be legit. Thanks to you guys. Of course, we can, we can have official titles. Chief smut officer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chief Venmo, uh, Chief operative. Venmo? I don't know. Okay. Just chief of Venmo. Chief something. Yeah. CV. I like it. I like it. All right. Ready to get this episode started, my guy? Let's do it, man. Man, 15 minutes later. I mean, there was like 10 minutes of dull time. Okay. All right. Well, when they <laughs> listen to this, they won't know that. They won't know that, John. Move on. 
<laughs> All right, man. First, first story again comes from our Wikimaniac. This one comes from IDFK. I guess I'm Kylie. Cross posted from r slash best of Redditor updates. And the title is My husband has been lying to me about our finances and we are fucked. So the person that posted this is not the OOP, uh, but whoever posted this was user Maydoc. And what's here the? It goes. Uh, this was best of Reddit or update. So what is the uh, first? Where did uh, it come from? The original it, subreddit that this came. It from. came from r slash true off my chest. It seems like most of our stories come from true off my chest. Yeah, people just feel uh, you know it's a place where people let it all out. Hey, let it all out and let give it to us so we can read it. So story goes as this. The title is basically the story. I am also to blame for this. I realized that. We divided household responsibilities pretty evenly, but we don't split every responsibility down the middle. And finances were his job. He's better at them. I thought he was better at them. We are $50,000 in credit card debt. $50,000 on a home equity loan. Two months behind on our mortgage and severely behind on our car payment. I quit my job when we decided to have my middle child three years ago. Then we had our youngest a year ago. I thought we were fine. We should have been fine. I don't understand what the fuck happened or why he waited so long to tell me. I trusted him completely. I would never have believed this. I love him so much. By all accounts, we had an ideal marriage. Or we did. I thought we did. I have no idea how we ever come back from this. It will take years to pay this off. I am in school full time, but will need to drop out because we can obviously no longer afford childcare while I'm in class. That just sets us back even more because my earning potential is lower. The most fucked up part is that my dad did this exact same thing to my mom. It was awful to live through as a teenager. It was a serious contributor in being resistant to commitment or ever relying on anyone for anything. My husband obviously knew about this and it was my number one reservation when I was quitting my job. I can't believe I was so stupid. This is my worst fear coming true and I have no idea what to do. Not a lot of context on what it is, but they did provide an edit. So I don't know why everyone's making up that my kids are in daycare full time, but they are not. I pay a babysitter while I take one class on campus and our oldest is in public school and our younger two and home with me. I am going to community college and 75% of my classes are online. The rest are at night. There is no daycare bill. It's literally a $300 a month expense and it should have worked. Another edit. We are not living large here. I cook everything from scratch. We don't get takeout. I cloth diaper. I buy the kids clothes secondhand or get hand-me-downs. Our cars aren't new. Our mortgage is very reasonable. We cut all of the extras when I stopped working because my job would have hardly paid for daycare. There is no reason his income should not have been enough. I don't know what he spent money on, but it clearly wasn't our bills. Okay, that, the last part definitely, you know, that's rough. Knowing that they did the math prior to her quitting and mm-hmm. it should work out, but it's not working out. That's definitely a problem. But I can sympathize with the fact that as a husband, you want to be super supportive, right? You want to, especially like when machismo or like pride gets in the way, you're going to be like, oh yeah, my dad took care of my mom. She didn't have to work. She was a stay at home mom. I could do the same thing. You know what I mean? So you kind of like build up this image like, oh yeah, a man should be able to provide for, you know, one or whatever. Yeah. Or should one, one, one man should be able to provide for the whole family. So, you know, might've been going well for a while and then things catch up and you're like, well, I'll catch up, you know, no need to tell her now. And then you're just fucking way too in, in way too, too in deep. And then you're like, 
Well, it's way too late if I tell her now. It's, it's I gotta, I'll recover it. I'll recover it. And then you just keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper. So I could see how that happens, but it's definitely like, it's hard to do that and then expect them to trust you if they find out. Like the yeah. financial situation is a huge, huge deal. And that's why it's such a huge burden is all married couples. I, I don't say all, but uh, you know, the ones I know, like well, I'll, I'll say all money is pretty important. You know what I mean? Like it can be yeah. as, as maybe it's just in America where it's, you know, capitalism over everything, but like just love only love can only take you, you know, like so, so far, you know what I mean? Like you have to be able to be financially savvy and be able to communicate that. And, you know, it's yeah. Fine. Fine. I don't know about other countries where, you know, they pay taxes correctly and the taxes go towards things and their system works as opposed to America where our system yeah. is broken as fuck. Uh, but you have to be open and honest about everything financially because otherwise you're going to find yourself in a hole like this. And look, now you can't finish school, which is going to limit your cap at making more money that would pay off this debt. But, you know, it's just a never ending cycle of always trying to catch up that you're putting yourself in. And, uh, it, it sucks. Uh, I, I hate to like rag on this husband because obviously, you know, maybe he didn't lie, but he never told the full truth and yeah. kept things hidden from his wife, which is not great. Uh, especially when it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, four kids, that's a lot Four kids. Uh, and it's only one income. Like you gotta be truthful. You know, as soon as like the first bad thing happens, you gotta be like, look, I think we can make it work. I may have to readjust what we're doing, but this is what's currently happening. We're currently a little bit fucked, but we'll cut back on more things. We'll get back. But instead, you you know, you want to her to keep living a sort of a lie, honestly. Even if they weren't living large, you know. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like they were not living lavishly or living yeah. way beyond their means, you know. And I think that's a problem in um I I'll say it. Like it's a problem in not just American schooling system. I think it's a problem well, I can't say for other countries, but in the US Financial literacy is so not taught. No. You know? And, we don't know how to I, budget. We don't know how to finance. We don't know how to no. do taxes. And, uh, and I feel like that that's just such a trade secret. And that's why the rich keeps getting richer because, you know, it keeps getting passed to the elite. Yeah, uh, they know the tax breaks that you can get. And Absolutely. they fully optimize it. And it's very predatory how they how people just don't know anything about taxes and then like, boom, you're 18, you, you got to do taxes and shit. It's like, this school is fucking predatory. wild. Yeah, school Everything. loans also predatory. Uh, also, fuck everybody that's blocking the student loan forgiveness. It's fucking insane. I think it's, I know for sure in Texas, it's like one dude blocking it because he didn't get 20,000 off. He okay. only got 10,000 because he got like some grant or something like that. And then a conservative Trump judge. Uh, so fuck the both of you. I don't know how it is for other states, but why why do we have student loans? Like the the stats, you know, I'm, we're not going to go into it, but it's the amount that we were paying for school is absurd. It is absurd. And it's, it's, whew. it's, I, I don't know. Like part of me, you know, it's just like, it's evil. It should not cost that much. It didn't cost our parents that much. Didn't everything cost, is, uh, everything yeah. is, we, we can say that about everything. Like housing wasn't that expensive when our parents had the opportunity. Hospital bills weren't as expensive yeah. back then. And we're not just talking like straight dollar. We're talking like including inflation, yeah. including all of that stuff. We are paying like percentage wise way more and getting way less. So yeah. it's like, how do you expect this to work? Our, our system is so fucking broken. 
Exactly. Let me finish it off. You might <laughs> you might change your stance a little bit <laughs> on what oh, you said. Oh, really? But it's good. It's good that people need to hear that because I feel like, and I'm I'm not the best in terms of like financial literacy as well. Like I wish the sins of my 20s are now like, I'm still suffering as a 30 year old. And, mm. and I feel like if I had known a little bit about that when I was younger, I probably would have had taken better steps on, you know. Yeah, if we had a class about that instead of like a class about U.S. history that's all whitewashed, I think we would all be a little bit better. Uh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I like it. I like it. And now, you know, and it's just, no, I, I'm as an adult, that's kind of where I'm kind of playing catch up, like you just said. And some people, um, some people just don't have that best situation where it's, they have the opportunity to catch up, you know, barring there's kids or there's like other factors involved, you know, and it's just an unfortunate situation. And seeing a bunch of comments from like different people who who are in a position to say, oh, you can do it. If I was able to do it, you can do it type of shit. I, I think that's such so much shade in those comments. It's so backhanded, you know, and it's. There's just so many factors that go into it. Like one, were we born into the same situation that you were born into? Did you, you know, two, inflation, you know, the percentages. Are you fucking 50 years old and you went to school when it was like a thousand bucks? You know what I mean? Like so many things are, can be the reason why we can't pay the things that you expect us to pay, but we shouldn't be paying those things. Exactly. Completely went off the tangent with Kaminyaks. We do apologize. But the last half of this story. We're woke. Sorry about it. (laughs) Sorry, Sorry. We're, we're fucking ruining your ears with our woke agenda. <laughs> uh, they did write another edit. They put my husband makes one hundred forty thousand dollars a year. Holy. I was I was making thirty thousand dollars a year. We had no credit card debt when I quit my job. Our mortgage and home equity load are $2,000 a month. Our car payments combined are $500 a month. That is extremely good, by the way. Dude, this um, is all very good for the amount of money. Yes. That he is making. <laughs> I know Reddit thinks women asexually produce children and then force men to support them, but my husband enthusiastically wanted children as well and had an equal role in creating them. My salary would not have justified the cost of daycare. We both did the numbers 100 different ways and it should have worked. It should still be working. I don't know what the fuck he's spending money on or if this even the extent of the issue, but I didn't just frivolously spend money like a fucking idiot. I bust my ass to keep our expenses low, and the plan was that I would finish school and start working again by the time my middle was in kindergarten so we would have only one child in daycare. It was a good plan. It would have worked. I don't know what happened, and I'm terrified to find out. So I'm Is there an update this. after this? I'm gonna close. It's a short update, but you're going to be like, what the fuck? So I'm going to post this here and I'll come back and respond individually later on, maybe tomorrow. When I posted this, I had literally just learned about how bad it was. I spent the day going through everything and talking to my husband. He's cheating on me. The woman has two kids and I guess he's been helping her with them. They could be his for all I know. He's currently vomiting and crying in a bathroom, so that's fucking great. I unfortunately have to stay married to him long enough to figure out the finances. I'm talking to a bankruptcy lawyer on Monday. Thank you, everyone, who made me feel a little less alone today. Yeah, so how does that work when you divorce and you're like co, you're like on the debt together? Yeah. Also, if you don't have a prenup, does that work in your favor? You know what I mean? And they have a bunch of kids, so... Dude, you're paying for six kids. You idiot. so he's helping out. He's helping out the other family, and he's. So that's letting, why he never went 
See, I thought this was kind of just like a slippery slope, like, oops, I messed up, and then oh, I'll, no, I'll, I'll fix it. No, 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 yeah. He's fucking, he can't bring it up because he can't explain those expenses. I saw, yeah. you know, this is so millennial Gen Z or whatever, but, like, I saw a TikTok, and it was, like, uh, some couple, and they were, like, it sucks, but every, like, one to two months, me and my husband, like, go deep in our financials, and then, like, okay, this is what we all spend our money on. This is, you know, how much money we got. You know, they just go deep. They go over everything line by line or whatever. They were saying like it, it leads to arguments every time, but it keeps us fully aware of what's happening. It keeps us checked. And then like it sucks for a day or two, but then we can live our lives, you know, more clearly and fully knowing exactly where they are financially. And there's no secrets and things like that. And, uh, you know, that scares me because like I buy stupid shit all the time. You know what I mean? So me, me and my wife have like done this a couple of times. So I will say, you know, it. It's good to like put down the numbers and be like, oh my God, we really need to chill out on sushi or like, we really need to like, Sean, don't, why did you buy the Supreme jacket? No one, no one asked you to do that. (laughs) Things like that. But you know, it's, it makes everything transparent and you a hundred percent, there's no way that this could happen to you if you're doing, you know, something like that. Of course, this isn't victim blaming the person. I'm just saying, you know, for future reference for anybody else that, you know, is in a long-term relationship or in a marriage or whatever and are worried about financial stuff. You know, it's, it's nice to talk about it. Well, it's not nice to talk about it, but it's nice knowing where you are. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, it's good for you. It's good for partners or, you know, significant others to be in the right, kind of like in the, the same level field, just to be like, Hey, this is where our situation is at. Let's be as clear, as transparent as possible. Cause you're right. It might, it might not be pleasing to talk about, but we harp it so many times on the episodes that we have, like communication is everything, whether that's yeah. good or bad. It has to happen one way or the other. Rather have it now where we're like in a level, like level headed and we're not on a crisis mode where it's like uh, emotions are elevated and you could say the wrong things and express the wrong emotions that could lead to a slippery slope, you know? So it's, Mm -hmm. it's good. Uh, Reason why I pick these stories are, are situations like that. Like a lot of the times we have the story like presented to us from the very first sentence. And it's like easy to make those presumptions already, you know, but this was kind of like a slow buildup and it's like, where could it have gone where they could have fixed it? Like from the very beginning. But of course the very end is just like the motherfucker cheated. So yeah, uh, everything that you said, all the points that you made, I think communication is the best not to victim blame, but I feel like they would have found out about this sooner had they talked. And yeah, of course we're not victim blame. We're just saying like, again, uh, talking about finances is because her hunch was very much correct. It's like, there's no way in hell. There's yeah, no like, way in hell that we could have been failing if we're living within our means. Dude, oh, not only cheating, but to live like lower your quality of life mm-hmm. only to know that your quality of life is uh, much, much fucking lower because of lies is insane. Like, you know, like you're used to fucking, this isn't her. I'm just saying in general, like you're used to like sushi. All right, well, you know, I'm not going to work, so we'll cut back sushi or whatever. And then to know he's eating sushi with some other bitch. Uh, you you got to be like, yo, <laughs> what? I've been living like a peasant while you're yeah. fucking going off. Oh, man. Agreed, man. All right. Moving to the also, next. Also, again, oh, uh, I said bitch. Uh, uh, it's, I'm not calling. Yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. can get it. Apologizing. Anyone can get it. I call men bitches all the time. Equal opportunity bitches. That's 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 what we're about. I know most all people right. were with me on that, but I, I know <laughs> yes. some people might not like that. And I, you know. Yeah, I need to be more careful with what I say. I apologize. <laughs> All right. Next story. This one is from r slash true off my chest. And again, this is cross posted by, I guess I'm Kylie, 
once again. And originally from r slash true off my chest, the user was deleted, so we don't even know who wrote this mm-hmm. shit. But the title is, when he was drunk, he confessed that he found me repulsive. Ooh. Let's get to it. My husband of two years, together five, and I were invited to my sister-in-law's birthday. We were having drinks and my husband was getting drunk. He doesn't usually drink, so he gets drunk easily. I love him when he's a little bit groggy because he's very shy. Otherwise, he let loose a little. My sister-in-law calls herself, quote, incurably single, and she often laments about not meeting the one. She's very picky and she's always pointing out the flaws of her dates. Well, she was doing that and after complaining about her latest hookup, my husband interrupted her. He knew the guy in question, apparently, and he disagreed with how she, the sister, perceived the guy. They were sparring for a little and everyone was laughing because my sister-in-law is a very funny lady and so is my husband. Finally, my husband told her that she was very high maintenance and always concentrated on the negative things. He then said to take him for example. He found me repulsive the first night we spent together, but he stuck it out and was determined to know me more instead of throwing me away because he's an adult now and needed to start acting like one. And now, look at me. I'm the happiest man on earth. My sister-in-law laughed and told him that that's not how she worked. I thought what he said was horrible. The most horrible thing anybody has said about me, and yet nobody of those who were listening in seemed to react at all. Like it was a totally normal thing to say, so I just said that I didn't know that's how he felt about me. I remembered him going away on a trip the day after we slept together for the first time and he wasn't available for three weeks. So I started pondering, was he actually away or did he try to ghost me? On our way home, I asked if he really went to that trip and he smiled guilty and said no. His plan was to actually not see me again. But there was something strong that made him contact me again and that he was lucky he did because I turned out to be the love of his life. He was starting to fidget in his seat and asked me if something was wrong and asked truly, you're not hurt by what I said. I told him that it was the most appalling thing I've ever heard and to hear it coming from him. I haven't spoken to him since Saturday. I don't know if I want him anymore. We have a son together, 18 months, and a dog. I don't want to hurt our son. I'm trying to keep it together, but I just feel so numb. Will time heal something like this or am I lying to myself? He says he's sorry and he even cried when he saw me crying. And I only saw him crying once before when his dad passed away. Okay, so at first, at first, I thought he was just making a joke like, oh yeah, look at me, you know, I thought she was repulsive, you know, kind of, you know, maybe it was like a tone thing. I don't, I'm trying to figure out like if there was a tone where you could say that and it not be just the most rudest shit you've ever said to your wife. My Uh, wife said that about me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just like, hey, I thought you, it's like you open your mouth and I said, I thought you were ugly. I'm like, damn. <laughs> open your mouth? Like what you said? May, did she mean your personality? Uh, well, yeah. Well, I, think I told y'all one way at the dinner. Well, that's yeah, probably yeah. a different story. Yeah. May, well, well, maybe, maybe he also meant personality wise. Oh, maybe. Which is fair because Nancy thought I was a douchebag the first time she saw me. So, you know what I mean? Like maybe, you know, first date, you're kind of still like only judging her for like the surface level aspects of her so maybe that's what he meant but also i feel like it's been a couple days so like if that was what he meant he would have said that already so i don't know calling your wife uh repulsive uh the only way i could see that is like personality when you didn't really know them if you're talking about physical attraction i feel like that's pretty much like the baseline of you know you got to have something like no matter, yeah. no matter what you say, you have to be physically attractive to someone. Yeah. Like there's got to be some sort of, I feel of like it, that's, you 
step. I know maybe just me, maybe I'm just a stupid man. Uh, but for me, that seems like that's the first step into a relationship. I find you physically attractive. Let's get to know each other. Oh, we're very compatible. Then you go on. You know what I mean? Like you, it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But if Nancy came out and was like, yeah, I thought you were a douchebag and I thought you were ugly, but you know, here we are. I'd be like, Ooh, this changes a lot. Cause I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know. My wife, Julia, called me ugly from the get go. And I was like, shit, I bagged you. So what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What does that say about you, Julia? Yeah. What are your (laughs) what are your standards? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. That's kind of how I perceive it. She calls you ugly, but you know, she thinks you're attractive. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, know. (laughs) (laughs) do you know, like, please, (laughs) you know, Uh, but I don't know. I I just me personally, if, if somebody was like, yeah. The first night I saw you, I thought you were actually hideous. I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. I, 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 whoa. I, I think I'd I'm be taking it back. I think I'm also leaning towards what you said about it was probably the personality that he found repulsive. And I don't know, even even though like reading like the original thing, I think it was like the context of the situation. Like it was the two of them like comedically sparring. And it wasn't like that one toast that we had in the past where like he repeatedly said like, oh, yo, she's fucking yeah. ugly. Like, Because this was like was a back a, and forth. It was a back and forth. It was a one-time thing within the context. Should he have doubled down and said something about like, yeah, I was going to ghost you for like that yeah. two weeks. Well, I mean, it's good that he was honest, but also at the same time kind of read the room, dude. Yeah. So that was on him for yeah. like not reading the room. I'm fully but- on the wife's side because now she's just going to think like, oh, even if you didn't think she was repulsive, the fact that you haven't gone up and like tried to explain it, it's only like it's been days. So it's like she's like, oh, I, I was fucking repulsive to him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like by you not talking, you're only confirming her worst expectations. Facts, facts. Okay, there is an update though. So the update is I've decided to ask for divorce yeah. after my husband revealed that he found me repulsive the first time we ever made love. So I don't know. Oh, if not this met, sub- just made love. Oh, made love. That's rough. You're yeah. opening yourself up pretty. It is. The most so, you can open up physically, I would say. So now with context, we can fully like see how it, this, what the situation was like. Yeah. So I don't know if this suffices as an update. I'm thankful for your support. I actually thought when I would write here, people would hate me and be against me because I'm moving too fast and throwing my marriage too easily. You can't imagine how happy I'm that many of you literally could put themselves in my shoes and see the hurt. Believe me, I know myself and I know my heart. This is neither fast nor impulsive. There's no coming back for me. Maybe it's my pride and I know pride is a sin for many people, but for me, it was something that broke inside of me and suddenly I never want to be around my husband anymore. How could a marriage work when I can't even look at my significant other and the very thought of him ever making love to me again makes me want to throw up? Yeah. And the fact that he thought it was okay to announce to a room full of people, some of them not even friends or family, that he thought me repulsive. How was that okay? Him sitting there trying to convince his sister that sometimes you have to give, quote, lesser people a chance because they could turn out to be the love of their life. I have a totally different view on our marriage, and I never thought him to be too good to be with me, and vice versa. We've always been on the same level in my mind, equals. He has moved out now. Our son is too little for shared custody, so he's staying with me until he's older. I don't know the details yet because I have an appointment with my lawyer on Monday. Right now, I just want to mourn. I feel like he should have told me what he felt and let me decide if I wanted to continue. Our marriage was built on a lie and that he lured me under false pretenses. I have spoken to my parents, brother, yeah. and his family, and they all support me. I'm lucky to have this love in my life. So that was her update. Yeah, I'm I'm with her. 
Absolutely. Dude. Okay. So I didn't know that that was, you know, the first time they, I thought it was just the first time they like, you know, had a first Man. date. And That's what I maybe, thought Maybe initially. that was, maybe their first date did end in sex. Uh, kudos to you, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> knowing that it was after the first time y'all had sex is pretty rough. Cause then how do you ever expect to be intimate again? I would be very in my head. Um, oh yes, absolutely. Extremely in my head every single time. And, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's wild to not only say that and then also have the whole room of of people like roll past it and not be like, "Yo, what?" That's got to suck too cuz you're like, "Whoa, I just got fucking destroyed roasted, verbally. Much, I, I just yeah. got fucking roasted and then nobody thought that was a roast. Am I fucking crazy right now?" So, yeah, I don't I don't know. I I'm with, I'm with the wife 100%. Oh, absolutely. And I, I did like that she stood her ground and said, like, this whole relationship was built on a lie. And I agree. And I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, because, like you said, the first time around, attraction, physical attraction is such a primal thing. No matter how much we admit it, like, you can't like someone unless you're, like, physically attracting to, attracted to them. And then every other thing comes after that. Yeah. So, like, personality, values, whatever. And the way he just kind of laid that out on her. It just feels like every single foundation that they had building, it just crumbled down. And, and like you said on an earlier point, Sean, like even if it's even if it's not just lovemaking, you know, what if he, she wakes up in the morning and you don't want to be with someone that doesn't make you feel confident, whether that's yeah, physical confidence or like mentally confident. It's like it's the same situation if someone was just like, hey, I think you're like the dumbest shit in the world. Like just opening my mouth to, to or have a conversation the whole time, I feel like it's a condescending tone, you know, like if it's like, oh, you always talk down on me. You're like, hey, I don't think you're physically attractive. Like so therefore any any time that I even brush my hair or like dress up in a certain way, no matter what I'll do is never going to be good enough for you because you find me this way. I totally support her decision. Be with someone that makes you feel the sexiest thing in the world. We always say, we always self-deprecate ourselves. Like we're not the best looking guys, but I bet you our spouses look at us like we some Ryan Reynolds motherfuckers. You know oh, me and saying? Nancy hype each other up all the time. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny because me and my wife, we, we always go like, oh, you're ugly. Like, like, oh, shut up, ugly. Like that's how we talk to each other. But well, man, yeah, but y'all know always, the meaning behind exactly. saying Exactly. I'd yeah. be like, every time like she wakes up, I'm like, damn girl, you look good. Like she got her eyebrows done before she left. I'm like, what's up? Like you trying to leave me right now or... Come on. How much Come time on. we got before the plane Come leaves? Come on. <laughs> Your flight ain't until two? I only, I you only need one minute, baby. <laughs> well, I'm, let's not, I'm not going to add anything else. <laughs> I was like, I pre-nutted. Let's go. <laughs> Holy moly. You shouldn't have said anything after that. <laughs> Double the time. I got two minutes. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, we're going to take a quick ad break. I don't know how we can move forward the, that last thing that I just said. So we're going to take a quick ad break. Yeah. Hopefully you can buy, you buy some services or products that supports the show. We'll be right back with two more stories of Wikimaniacs. Wikimaniacs, it's going to be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. 
Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. The kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. And we're back. Wow. Did you buy some products? Did you, did you use Venmo me? promo code? Did you Venmo Sean? So we're moving on to the next story. And this one is cross-posted by our Wikimaniac, Gracie underscore win, originally from r slash off my chest, posted by user valuable midscore side midscore 766. The title is my boyfriend has a work wife. And I hate it. Yeah. I I do think it's cool to have like somebody close to at work. But like when you say work wife and work husband and shit, like that's like the opening sign. You're like, wait, maybe this is getting out of hand a little bit. You know, like you can have work friends. Definitely have work friends. My wife for sure would go to my work and beat (laughs) (laughs) beat someone's ass. Okay. So my boyfriend has a work wife and I hate it. I, 25 female, have been with my boyfriend, 26 male, for almost four years now. We have been in a long-distance relationship situation for three years because of the pandemic, and we both live in different cities because of his work. Mm, I'm going to say long-distance plus work-wife only leads to bad things. Yup. There's no reason for me not to trust him. All our years together, and majority of them being LDR, nothing happened for me to lose my trust in him or to even doubt his feelings for me. Except... Three months ago. In our relationship, we often talk about how our day went, what happened at work, etc. It's all pretty normal until he started talking about his coworker. Let's call her Amy, not her real name. My boyfriend has been working for that company for two years while Amy worked for more than five years there. I can't really say that they recently met because from the beginning, they're on the same department and the team. In all my boyfriend's years of working there, he never once mentioned Amy, at least not like how he does now. Anyway, my boyfriend told me how amazing Amy was at work and how basically he feels really happy to have found her as a friend. I don't really mind that until he said she's his work wife. You fucked up, buddy. (laughs) I know the concept of a work husband and work wife. And to be frank, I don't like that. And respect, respect for, for knowing what you don't like. I asked since when have they been each other's work spouse and he told me around three months after he came to work. Their office started to joke around saying how good Amy and my boyfriend look together. Their nah. office consists... Yeah, that's going to nah, lead to some shit, bro. That's bad. It is. I mean, he hasn't done anything wrong yet that we know, but like you got to put a kebab in that and be like, no. You know, I, I feel like this is a It's when you put pictures up of your girl all over your desk and stuff like that. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Bring it up every conversation. Like, you know, my girlfriend. Like, this reminds that, me of, you, uh, did you watch How I Met Your Mother? Yes. 
that that one episode where Marshall was like was always telling funny stories about like a lawyer, and then Lily was like, "Oh man, that guy is so funny," and then oh, Marshall and so never so corrected her, <laughs> yeah, and it was like, "Yeah, he's hilarious." And then they met, and it was a girl, and she was like, yeah. you "Motherfucker," yeah. yeah, something like that. Oh man, I don't know. I feel like this is one of those self fulfilling prophecy shit, you know? Like, yeah, like you talk, it's talk the about fuck it around, find out scale, you know? You keep messing around with that long distance, you know, work wife. Work events, happy hour, drinking. Mm-hmm. He's done nothing wrong to ruin the trust. It's just like, why would you continue on a path that would lead to something possibly happening? Just take yourself yeah, out no. of the situation, I think. Yep. So their office cons- consistently and always sees them together by giving projects both Amy and my boyfriend need to do together, which made them grow closer. They look God. We- the office is not helping either bro file an hr complaint this is harassment you need to tell the fucking office like hey bro like i got a girl you know like let's not get me in trouble yeah Um, i mean not even trouble like you yourself should know like okay guys i see what y'all are trying to do it's a funny joke but like we got to keep it professional this is work you're right they look after each other and amy even goes as far to pack my boyfriend lunch every day oh yeah I don't know. Like, that's pretty that, intimate, I would think. That is a, rela- like, that's a low-key that's, relationship at this point. Yeah, unless she's packing all the homies' lunch. But if it's just her and one and your boyfriend, I On site, girl, you better book that next flight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, nothing is wrong. Technically. technically. But this all leads to a path that nobody likes. She would often ask my boyfriend what he wanted to eat, and the next day she would cook it and bring it for him to eat. That's going way too far and beyond to me. I really couldn't bear to hear more of what my boyfriend had to share because I feel so betrayed. I feel lied to. And all those times I asked how his day went by and how how his work was, and I never heard him tell me the story. I never knew Amy and him were that close, and I never knew his coworkers teased them. I don't know what to do. Boyfriend thinks I'm blowing things up for no reason and that I'm overreacting, but I feel really betrayed. What should I do? Okay, first off, you've already explained your boundaries and how you feel about it. So truly, if he doesn't come up with any solutions and is just like, you're fucking blowing this out of proportion, blah, blah, blah. If he's not like willing to find like some sort of compromise, uh, then already, already that's a bad sign. Because you're the girlfriend and he's not willing to make compromises for you for just a friend that might mean that she might be a little bit more than just a friend you know what i mean like because if you're dating somebody you're in a relationship a long-term relationship they take precedence over everybody else i mean technically like it's a slippery slope because you don't you don't you never want to be in like a controlling relationship like a couple stories ago where we had that guy making his girlfriend like ditch their best friends not that like it's it it could lead to that but i mean like truly if you're telling him this makes me uncomfortable and he's not willing to find any kind of solution or any kind of compromise, I think that's grounds to break up. I don't know. Agreed. In my opinion, because then he's just like, oh, tough shit. Like if somebody is unwilling to compromise on something, what they're essentially telling you, in my opinion, is tough fucking luck. You know what I mean? Like yep. things are going to go how they're going. And to me, the way I like saw that story firsthand, I thought it involved a lot of, a lot of lying by omission. You know, and it's yeah. Like how long did it some, say he worked there? Uh, three years, I think. And this has been so, going on for a long, a long time. time. Yeah, so they started. I think I think it says they started being partners at work like around five months in. So that's been going on. This leads so to story number one, where he's cheating. I think. 
There is an update, and it's quite lengthy, so I'm going to try to get to it as fast as possible. Oof. So the update is, hi everyone, as promised, here's an update. I'm not sure if everyone saw my comment in the thread since it has gotten so long, and I appreciate all the comments and messages I've read through, but there was someone who told me I was naive and I'm so sorry. To be honest, I don't have a lot of experience when it comes to relationships, as boyfriend is my first and everything. Please don't be too harsh. Anyways, for the update. So boyfriend and I were supposed to call, but he ended up showing up at my place instead so we could genuinely talk. I didn't let him in because I took everyone's advice carefully and I did this to protect myself just in case. You're a smart woman. Kudos. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You know, being a man is so uh, you know what? privileged. It is, man. Like, And I'm not saying that like it's better to be a guy. I'm just saying like we truly don't know like all the things that y'all have to do in precaution of just stupid shit. Uh, yep. And uh, it sucks. Every time I hear one of these stories, we've said it, you know, I'm sure a dozen times, but God, it's, it's fucking absurd that you guys have yep. to worry about things like that. You can't spell menace without men. So um, let's, yeah, uh. let's go. So we went to a nearby coffee place where the owner knows me in case something happens. I know he wouldn't physically harm me, but I just want to be sure. I feel like I don't know him anymore, to be honest. The first thing I asked him was if everyone knew about my, my existence. If his coworkers knew he had a girlfriend, he said they did. At this point, I felt livid at his coworkers and at Amy. I would understand if they don't know about me, but they do. I started to cry at this point and out of frustration and boyfriend kept apologizing to me. The next question I asked him if he had feelings for Amy. Boyfriend said he never had feelings for Amy and he was sure Amy didn't have feelings for him too because she has a boyfriend. If I was a boyfriend, I would have fought the fuck out of this guy. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, I don't believe she doesn't have feelings for him. And I told him I don't believe she doesn't have feelings for him. I know she does. My gut says so. And you should always trust your gut. Um, He said it's normal for opposite genders to be friends. And I immediately called him out for this because he's doing the opposite to me. I'm not allowed to have friends from the opposite sex. And he's allowed. And he allows Amy to treat her the way she does and care for him the way a girlfriend should care for someone. I also went on to let him imagine if it were him in my shoes, would he be happy to find out I have a work husband and that I hid this dynamic from him for almost two years? So she's not allowed to have guy friends. That's That's fucking whack. That's crazy. Because I I am a firm believer in that girls and guys could be friends. uh, Absolutely. And be like platonic. You know, like that's a thing. I I see a lot of people like do like hot takes and be like, oh, yeah, men can never be friends with females because men are always trying to fuck. Honestly, that's not true at all, I don't think. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so wild that he forbids. Oh, what a red flag to forbid that, but then also just. And know, him and like reaping the benefits of, of the yeah, hypocrisy for of two it all, years. You know? Oh my God. So he couldn't even look me in the eye, but he started crying too. He said he was sorry for everything and he sees where I'm coming from. He finally understood how it feels for me and he was sorry it took long for him to open up. He asked for another chance and I said I wasn't sure. I was honest as well when I told him I was ready to leave him tonight and he begged me not to go. Because he never saw Amy as something more than that it was I who he loves. I told him I'm not sure if I can believe that and he said he would do anything to regain my trust back even if it's meant starting from zero. He said he was willing to quit his work and look for a new job closer to where I am so he could spend more time with me. But I said I am no longer ready to move with him and he said he's willing to wait until I take him back. The way I see it, why did you wait this long for you to do that to begin with? If you really like this woman or like like enjoyed her company or loved her, why did you wait that long? Like, why did you wait for something so drastic to happen? Maybe he just really was naive and never really thought anything of it. 
Because like maybe. sometimes my wife be asking me about work and I'm just like, oh, it's fucking work, you know, it's, nothing happened. So maybe that's just how he thought. He never saw, you know, how it could look like from the outside. But it, I don't know. How, I don't know how you could say that when you're like, oh yeah, but my also my coworkers think we look cute together. They always set us up for work, you know. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. you got to be like that is worth telling her because that's weird, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's any explaining his actions. I mean, it's good that he's willing to quit his job. Like that's a pretty good, you know, sign, but it's also like the trust is broken. Yeah. Yeah. The trust is broken. So I also told him I posted here on Reddit. And the reason why I have the courage to speak my mind is because you all gave me the courage that I thought I never had. I encourage him to read through the comments as I did mention the emotional abuse he puts me through and I haven't even noticed it. So that's, I should have said a trigger warning beforehand. So Wikimaniacs, if you want to read the comments feel free to do so. I don't know what's next for us. I am uncertain if I want to try again, but I am allowing him to at least make it up to me. It will be up to me to decide if I want to take him back or not. And he agreed. Also, he showed me the chats he had with Amy. My boyfriend replies were formal and not flirty. Hers was. Boyfriend was being respectful and he said he sees her as a sister and nothing more. She sent suggestive photos and my boyfriend told her it's not something he should have a say on and to show it to her significant other instead. Nothing seemed unusual from him, but it doesn't relieve the fact that he lied to me and withheld this information for so long. Bro, as I'm soon fear- as you get a weird picture, you got to be like, <laughs> yeah, yo, off. like run, immediately run and show your partner. Be like, can you believe this shit? Yeah. And like then- if anybody sends me like a hard eye emoji or like does something weird, I'm like, look at this shit, babe. Like this is wild. I'll be sure. Yeah, sh- like every time, like if I see a comment that says like things about me, I'm like. Look, I don't want you yeah. finding out for yourself. <laughs> or if I do something that looks like it could be that, like yeah. uh, one time I fell asleep while on Instagram stories and I just you know, was asleep. Oh, and yeah. When I, I woke like- up, yeah. When I when I woke up, I hearted somebody's story and they hearted that I hearted it. And I was like, babe, look, I, I, this ain't me. I fell asleep. <laughs> And she was like, she's just laughing because it's ridiculous. But also, you know, as soon as something weird happens like that, if I ever got a suggestive photo from a coworker, I'd be like immediately like, babe, this is weird. I think you need to defend my honor right now. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. It's crazy. I, I can't believe he got a photo and was like, no, nope, well, back to normal. Let's go to work. The villain in this story is fucking Amy. So fuck well, Amy. Amy's really. a villain, but also the boyfriend is so stupid. So, oh, yes. so stupid. Naive. I'm furious at Amy and the coworkers for not respecting someone's relationship, and I'm furious at boyfriend for lying and withholding this information from me. Anyway, I took her account, and I will be messaging her later. My boyfriend doesn't have any problem with this, and he's also supportive of me confronting Amy. Boyfriend also shared the Facebook name of Amy's significant other, which I may reach out to in case I need it. Send the screenshots of the photos. Do it. Do it. As for the keys to my place and finances, boyfriend understands that I want to pull out my share of money and that I want the keys back. He gave it to me and it will be processing the closure of the joint account next week. He said he understand that was his consequence for his actions and that he's willing to earn me back. I will update everyone when I message Amy and as soon as she responds back. Again, thank you for your support. From the bottom of my heart, I am truly grateful to have my voice and power back. He's on his way back to his city and I'm all alone in my place now. I have never cried, cried like this since in a while. And I never realized how overwhelmed I was until I was all alone. Please be proud of me. I stood my ground. Thank you for your kind support. Hey, we are proud of you. That's uh, we are yeah, proud. Standing your ground is hard, and then like you, you got this guy willing to do anything to make up for his, you know, mistakes, which is good on you. Uh, and totally up to you if you want to take him back. Trust is hard to to gain once broken. So truly, I wouldn't blame you either way if you try to get rid of this guy. But yeah, 
proud of you for doing that. Uh, I'm sure it doesn't mean too, too much. Uh, you know, I'm just a dude with a podcast, but, uh, Same. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, one, fuck Amy. Amy has also like exterior, like other motives that they Dude, want from. Why are you sending photos of yourself? You don't to do that in general, non-seductive or not. Why are you sending photos? Weird. I have a bunch of coworkers that sends me like memes, and I think memes, that's like yes, but like fine. photos of yourself. You don't do that. Weird. Photos of a group setting, sure, but yes. individual, that's, like a selfie, that's personal. Weird. That's personal. If you send photos through a group chat with everyone. That's fine. One-on-one, too personal. I don't want yeah. that kind of shit. Uh, two, like what Sean said, I am so proud of this girl. Like they stood their ground. They listened to people. They took the time and kind of buckled down and say like, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to stay here. I'm, this, is, this is the principles that I stand on and I'm going to stick with it. You did that. Awesome. And three, at first thought the boyfriend was a dumbass for withholding information, but I got to give you some props. Not too much because- you need to learn how to not be emotionally abusive with that whole, like, you can't have friends with the other sex yeah, type of shit. fucking weird. You need to fix that about yourself because that sounds insecure to me. Yeah. And especially the way you put your girlfriend in this situation, you need to quit that, like, ASAP. But I am, like, on a bright side of things, I am pretty happy that they're willing to work for it back. I'm not saying it's going to be peaches and, like, daisies moving forward, but... If you guys can salvage the relationship and be stronger for this, I hope it becomes like a building block for your future that trust is going to be number one. And in order to be to gain that trust back, I'm going to say it again. Y'all need to communicate as much as possible. Hell, I always tell people over fucking communicate. It's better. It's better over communicate than not communicating at all. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's the that's that story. And last one. This one is pretty short. And this one is from our Wikimaniac Gabby Gab Gabby. And this one is from if this is who we're thinking of. It's it's the OG. One of our like first four patrons. Right. If I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Shout out Gabby if this is you. The title is My Ex Forgot to Remove Me as the Benefic I can't say that word, beneficiary there, of his life it. insurance policy. I am keeping the one million pesos and I don't care what others think. That's a lot of money. <laughs> How much what's the let's let's get the conversion? Fifty one thousand dollars. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. That's a whole salary for a lot of people in a year. That's yeah. a lot of money. So my ex, again, this has some Tagalog words in it. I'm going to say the Tagalog sentences and then I'm going to translate it after for y'all. Because if you want, I can translate. Sean can translate it too if you'd like. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) My ex forgot to remove me as the beneficiary of his life insurance policy. I'm keeping the 1 million pesos and I don't care what others think. We were together for five years and just got engaged when we got life insurance policies Kayat, we were each other's beneficiaries. Kayat means like, because, or uh, that's why. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then six months before the wedding, he cheated on me. Oh, keep that money, girl. Yep. Keep that fucking money. His mistake, he should have taken you off. Pinatawat ko kasi, naghihinayin ako sa five years. Uh, they forgive them because like they thought like the five years was a lot of a lot of time invested already. And the fact that we were already engaged. Then two months before the wedding, he left me for the girl he cheated on me with. Oh, take all, yeah. Swing on the money. <laughs> Halos mabaliw ako. Like she said, they're, they're, they were going crazy. I begged them to come back. I begged the girl to let him go. She was in her early 20s and had her whole life ahead of her. 
I was in my 30s and felt that my ex was my last chance. Sabi lang ng ex ko, tigilan ko na siya kasi hindi niya ako mahal. That's pretty much like saying, that. the ex pretty much said that you need to stop chasing me because I don't love you anymore. Ooh, this money is getting sweeter by the sentence. And it said that too, like weeks or six months before their wedding. How you gonna say you don't love that fucking person anymore? Oh my God. I can't get mad because I know, I mean, I am mad for her, but also like knowing that it has a happy ending where she fucking takes his money. So you dodged the bullet and you sweet. got paid for and it. And you get paid ve- for Exactly. It. That was one year ago. I changed beneficiaries along the way and I assumed he did too until last week. I suddenly got the news that he died. I was shocked because it was so out of the blue. But then I was even more shocked when days later, his sister called me and said that I am still the the beneficiary of his insurance policy. Thus, I will get around a million pesos in payout. His girlfriend, the same girl he cheated on me with, wants me to give her the money because she's pregnant <laughs> with that child and is unemployed. Oh. Honestly, I don't care. I have a million pesos to my name, care of my cheating boyfriend. He and this girl destroyed my life and they didn't care about me back then. Why the hell should I care about them now? Buhayan mo anak mo, hindi ko kasalanan na hindi ako pinalitan as beneficiary. Pretty much said like, make sure you take care of your kid. I don't give a fuck. It's my money now. <laughs> hey, fuck them kids, bro. <laughs> it sucks to, to to punish the kid. Of course, we. I feel like we always hate when the kids get punished because ultimately they did nothing. Uh, but hey, that's her fault. That is that, her fault. I mean, I mean, not her fault. The the husband's fault. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, hey, I I want to give the money back. Oh hell no, I wouldn't. Hell I'm no, like, that's a that's money for emotional distress. You tell me That's legally, money this, legally this shit's mine? Technically, Shit. who's to say that the guy didn't feel so bad for breaking this woman's life up that he was like, I'll just leave her there. You know what I mean? Who's to say? I mean, pro- probably not. He sounds like a fucking scumbag. But I mean, who's to say? Legally, you're still there. Oh, my God. Oh, keep that money, girl. Ooh, swim in it. Yeah, hell yeah. One million pesos? Shit, that's, that lasts you a while in the Philippines. Like a long ass time. Mm. All right. Well, that is it for the Reddit portion of this episode of Wikimaniac. Stick around for This Day in History written by Cultivate's very own and Weird Distractions podcast host, the lovely and amazing Alex Underbaki. We'll be right back. What is up, Wikimaniacs? It's that time again. One of your favorite segments, This Day in History. We're turning the clocks back with our weekly segment where we go back to time to learn more about what had happened on this day throughout history and use our other favorite website, Wikipedia. Personally, not my favorite. My second favorite, but... If you know, you know. (laughs) Uh, This week, we're going across the pond to London, England to 1952. And I have seen some comments last video. There was no Kevin sighting. So, Wikimaniacs, let me not rob you off of that opportunity. He's getting big, y'all. And I'm getting really sad because it's going by too fast. It's a Kevin sighting. He's so big now. He's 10 weeks old. And he's a little dinosaur. Okay. There's... Oh, there's Kevin. (laughs) Sorry. 
So the story goes as this. 70 years ago, on December 5th, a thick smog rolled into London. London has historically been described as being foggy, but this situation was way beyond that. Reduced visibility outside, sighting of it indoors, the smog goes everywhere. This real-life event was reportedly formulated by a period of cold weather, an anticyclone, windless conditions, and airborne pollutants. Now, we just mentioned an anticyclone a while back, and let's expand on what that is before we move on, as maybe there is a Wikimaniac tuning in who doesn't know what that is. I'm reading it, and I don't know what that is. So, an anticyclone, in a direct quote from Wikipedia, is, quote, a weather phenomenon defined as a large-scale circulation of winds around central region of high atmospheric pressure, clockwise in the northern hemisphere and counterclockwise in the southern hemisphere as viewed from above, which is opposite to a cyclone. Effects of surface-based anticyclones include clearing skies as well as cooler, drier air. Fog can also form overnight within a region of higher pressure. Now that we're caught up weather-wise, let's get back to the smog. Talking about it right now, it may not sound like it's such a big deal, but trust when we say this was huge. That's what she said. From December 5th to December 9th, this smog engulfed London, causing many to become ill and even die due to the pollutions it carried. The pollution seemed to stem from low-grade domestic coal, which according to the event's Wikipedia page, there were also numerous coal-fired power stations in the greater London area including Fulham, Battersea, Bankside, Greenwich, and Kingston upon Thames, Thames, all of which added to the pollution. Self-proclaimed dumbass, so I'm pretty sure I butchered the majority of that. Those that fell victim to the smog were reportedly very young or elderly or had pre-existing respiratory problems, with the total death count being between 4,000 and 6,000 people originally. But some researchers think that it could be anywhere from 10,000 to 12,000 people. Most of the deaths were apparently caused by respiratory tract infections, such as bronchopneumonia or chronic bronchitis, to name a few examples. The environment also saw a huge impact due to this event, as many realized how this event emphasized the already low-grade air quality London had. The Great Smog of London would steamroll the Clean Air Act of 1956, good pun Alex, which introduced a number of measures to reduce air pollution. The act pushed for smokeless fuels, reduction of smoke pollution and sulfur dioxide, and 10 years later, from December 4th to 7th of 1962, another smog event would take place in London. The death toll for that was upwards of 700 people. Have you heard of this event called the Great Smog of London? Or do you know someone who was there and witnessed the smog? Holy... Oh, 1952, yes, it's still possible. Let us know over on our social media accounts or over on the Cultivate Discord. Also, thank you for tuning in to this day's history segment. This wouldn't have been possible without our amazing writer who writes these scripts, Alex Underbaki of Weird Distractions Podcast. And also, this segment wouldn't have been made possible without the following resources. Wikipedia, baby, the great smog of London and Wikipedia page, Anticyclone. And as usual, we like to thank our patrons towards the end of the episode, so Let's get to thanking all of you. Let's read this with Kevin, right? This should be better with reading with Kevin. Come here. Come here. My little big boy. So, we would like to say thank you to the following Wikimaniacs who made this possible. Here, I'll carry you like a movie. I know. So, thank you to our Wikimaniacs, 
Vina, Lindsay, Gabby, Aaron, Taru, Alex, Valentina, Micah, Yulia, Katie, Blue Reina, Christina, Dan, Phantom Fox, Susan, Freenome, Sarah, Marianne, Miss Doolittle, Jasmine, Alexis, Michelle, Danielle, Crystal, Jen, Naya, Lena, Diana, Catherine, your girl Diana, Drella, Kieran, Risa, Tiffany, Chantel, Marine, Dominique, Amber, Carter, Corey, Elizabeth, Jen, Ekaterina, Loft Deandy, Carrie Berry, Rachel, Dan, Paula, Ringo, Casey, Caitlin, Alex, Zanthalo, Sasha, Ashley, Nelly, Itzel, Noah, Reed, Amber, Losalini, uh, Sky, Andy, Saskia, Ariori, Little Rosie, Brittany, Haley, Cecily, Ashley, Ali, Michelle, Jacqueline, Isaac, Shirtless, Josh, Stan. Wikimaniacs, if, uh, force josh to uh be shirtless in one of these episodes i'm sure he'll do it for some money amanda neen mary elena rihanna caroline kate juice machine christine rihanna stephanie Rhonda, apolline renee kawina erin jillian andrea kelsey caitlin velvet mole kite pixel christine evelyn Corena, sarah witty meta linnea tegan julia sherry jose jennifer carol Alyssa, marjorie Sunnylicious Supreme, Lillian, Siddhartha, Shifty Sphinx, Brittany, Rebecca, Alyssa, Karen, Iona, Indira, Chi, Chai, please correct us. I think I butchered it last time too. Uh, Lani, K, Casey, Nate, Maurice, D, Jun, Ali, my boy Alan, Leslie, Chelsea, Elizabeth, Jory, Jordan, Victoria, Tabitha. It's a thunder poop. I like that. Jenna, Casey, Nikita, Likachu. Patty Asgier, did I pronounce that right? Asgier, Eliana, Bell, Emily, Nicola, Roxy, Judith, Phoebe, Graceful Duck 22, and Ashley. That's over 150 patrons we got, Wikimaniacs. And because of that, just want to give you a quick patron goal update. Because you have, we have reached the 150 patron goals, uh, we are now be giving away two merches every month. So uh, shout out to all of y'all. With that being said, that's it for this day in history, Wikimaniacs. Let's bring the boys back to the episode. That's it this week, Wikimaniacs. What did you think of this episode? Would you have kept the money if you were that beneficiary? Would you have a work husband or a work wife? If you do, tell them about Reddit on Wiki. If you do, tell your partner. (laughs) Tell your partner. Tell your partner about them. Make sure your partner is fully 100% aware of that situation. Okay, stop listening to this podcast and tell your partner. And And then (laughs) once you're reconciled, listen to this podcast together as a couple. (laughs) You know, I actually love the fact that we have so many comments and comments of people saying like, oh my God, I love listening to your store, uh, to your podcast with my significant other. I'm like, y'all are having a shared activity listening to us. Like that wow. is so heartwarming. And uh, we did get a correction that people actually do listen to the end of our episodes. So, oh. um, yeah, we were like, yeah, no one's ever going to hear this. And we say that a quite of- a bit. <laughs> And the comments said, like, we do listen. So if well, I had said you. some out-of-pocket out shit, I am sorry. I thought I mean, no one listened. As always, anytime that we say something that's out-of-pocket, we only truly know our experiences and we're not. Yes. We never claim to be experts. smart in any means, smart or experts in any means. So if we do say something genuinely that took you, that ever takes you aback and be like, whoa, 
honestly, let us know because I would say the three of us would want to know if we did say something that, you know, is potentially hurtful to you or anybody else. So, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, I apologize for saying bitch uh, sometimes. So, you know, <laughs> if there are other things I need to apologize for, let me know. I'm, I'm always open to learning new things. Yeah. And all our opinions are, we try to make it as informed as possible. And if we were wrong, let us know. Yeah. We, we, we do like the corrections, but we do appreciate y'all for sticking this far. If you have listened, don't forget to follow us on social media or join our discord and Reddit and subreddit. If you want to talk more about the episodes and again, tell your friends about us. If you have a side chick side dude, just listen to it together. Just a call out. That's my call to action today. Yeah, the play a drinking game. People have apparently made Brandy. a drinking game out of listening exactly. to the show. And uh, then John's working on bingo. Let us know what should be on the bingo yes, card. Yes, yes. Thank you for that. Like, yeah, if you have, uh, we have catchphrases that we say a lot or things that we do more commonly than usual, let us know. Work on a yeah. bingo card. Maybe we can do that on like a live stream or some shit. Like, like here's a bingo card. Live. We'll just randomly oh, generate. we can do like a giveaway for the people that win bingo. <gasps> oh, a merch giveaway for the people that win bingo. cool. Is there like that a bingo cool. card? Is there Maybe, a bingo card you know, generator? We, we could do that for a live show for everybody or a live show for patrons. Uh, I don't uh, know. I feel like we haven't given a reward since Hot Ones. I feel like we should give a reward uh, for the patrons. Yes. But yeah, bingo might be, will definitely be coming up. Whether we play it on air or not is still uh, I like that undecided. Idea. But you know, yeah. We got to gotta get, approval, gotta get approval from, you know. From our white our, man. Our, our, our boss, yeah. <laughs> WWJD guy. <laughs> yeah. What would Josh do? Exactly. All right. Thanks again for sticking this long. We'll see you Love this you Friday for an Am I the Asshole episode. Until then, on behalf of all three of us, even though Josh is playing Wakanda forever, we love you. One of these. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye. Can we do that? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Keep that in. Are we allowed to do that? Let Can us we? know in the comments because we'll, we'll never we'll do stop. that again if that's not allowed. <laughs> I, was just, I just saw him making the X and I was yeah, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I know. let us Sorry. know in the comments. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Just do it. Just do it. Expert in fucking power. Great power. For the fifth time, it's your boy Sean. <laughs>